Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Period, the podcast for people who want all things real, raw and reputable, where we smash taboos and break down stigmas. I'm your host, Isabella Gosling, and today's episode is with Christy Chong, the founder and CEO of Modibody. Modibody is a revolutionary, high-tech, leak-proof underwear brand that empowers bodies of all ages, shapes and sizes to live a better life. Christy is a mum on a mission, fash tech entrepreneur, and social advocate for women's, men's, and non-binary health issues and rights. Beyond selling leak-proof apparel that empowers people's lives, Christy is committed to empowering all bodies, no matter their socioeconomic status, championing a more sustainable world, helping to end period poverty, and normalizing conversations around all bodies and leaks. Christy and Modibody live and breathe these core pillars and actively support these causes and organizations that champion these values. In this chat, we talk on Christy's experiences around periods growing up, how she identified a gap in the market that was period underwear and why no one was touching it, what made her make the jump from PR guru to fash tech entrepreneur, how Modibody has evolved since launching in 2013, what sets Modibody apart from other period underwear brands, as well as the Give a Pair program and what impact this has been able to create, plus so much more. I cannot wait for you to listen to this chat with Christy, so let's dive in. Here she is. Christy, welcome to Let's Talk Period. I am absolutely stoked to be chatting with you today on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. We have been massive fans of Modi Body for such a long time. Like I've been a fan since 2015 when I first discovered the brand and um, having a bit of a fangirl moment right now talking with you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so lovely to hear, um, but also not necessary. <laughs> uh, every time we have a guest on our show, the first question we ask them is what they've done to nourish their body today. So can you share with the listeners what you've done to nourish your body? Yes, well, um, for me, it's always about eating breakfast. <laughs> um, and I eat the same breakfast every single morning. Um, and so I think it's quite similar, I say, to, you know, those founders out there who have to wear the same clothes um, <laughs> because it just takes away some of the decision-making. And I think that's why I eat the same breakfast because definitely when you've got four kids and you're trying to get ready in the morning, there's so many unexpected things that come up that, I just, I just need to have that regular breakfast. And also um, I'm a big believer that, you know, having um, a good breakfast gives you the energy to kickstart, you know, kickstart your brain for the day. So food is fuel. Definitely. I love that suggestion um, yeah. because I think it's something people often skip when they're busy, but it's yeah. so true. Food is fuel. And how do you expect your, ruddy, uh, your body to run you know, so finely tuned if it's not got that energy. Yeah, and I think there is a lot of women out there who don't eat breakfast. Um, and and I even know from my years, um, you know, working in PR in the past, how important it was for kids and children to eat breakfast. And, and you have to be a role model for your children as well. So, um, yeah, I just think it's super important. It really does change in the rest of your day. I know it's such a simple thing, but that's what I recommend. <laughs> mm, well, that's a good 
inclusion in our toolkit, which we're about to touch on now. So when we're managing our health, we have a toolkit of therapies, strategies or items or people who can help us to manage our health. So I'd love to hear other than breakfast, what's something you'd recommend that our listeners add to their toolkits to manage their health? Well, I mean, this is quite embarrassing. This is something that I do. So I don't, <laughs> I'm just going to share it. But I mean, I'm a Google search junkie when it comes to, you know, problems that I have and worries that I have. <laughs> I will get on Google search and just trawl the internet for answers and get lost in that. Um, for me, it's therapeutic and it's much cheaper than therapy. So um, <laughs> sometimes I've just done that and then I'm over it. So I just, I think sometimes you just got to get that out there and um, and there's a lot of information. Of course, it's not all real and you should double check that if, you, if you've still got other concerns. Um, but I think the other thing that's been instrumental in my life um, and has been is Pilates. So um, after four kids, I actually suffered from two disc herniations in 2019, oh. about six months apart, and it left me in really crippling pain, um, you know, and trying to run a business with my four kids. So... I've now a Pilates convert one just once a week. And um, I think every person, woman, man or cisgender um, should participate in Pilates. <laughs> oh, Pilates is incredible. Just even from a rehabilitation perspective, it is, I'm a big fan of Pilates as well. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? It's just oh, it's so good for your body. <laughs> Definitely. Now I'd love to chat on menstrual health and periods and your experiences around learning about these when you were younger Mm. yes my experience um i think was uh somewhat typical of many other women my age um there wasn't a lot of information definitely none at school um we got some sex ed um sexual education I think in about year eight which was also quite pathetic Um, but I do recall uh, my mum just handing me um, at the time some disposable I think it was maybe a Libra um, uh, brochure basically that she'd had set from seven years before which she'd handed to my sister as well (laughs) (laughs) and she said here you should read this and um, so I, you know, I read that and, and then I, a year later, at least she got, you know, got in earlier. A year later I got my period and um, and she handed me a Tampax, which, you know, wasn't yeah. the most easy thing to use and um, I, I really regret that part. So, yeah, not not an overly informative or open open experience, um, even with my mother who I consider to be very open um, when it comes to, you know, discussing women's health. But I think it's just they didn't know. The information wasn't there. Definitely. And why do you think there is still that stigma around talking about periods and menstrual health in general? Yeah, I mean, look, we're doing a lot at Modi Body and, as you know, to try and um, change that. And, uh, you know, I congratulate, you know, Woolworths for just, you know, launching their period care aisle Mm. um, because that's part of the problem. You cannot continually not speak about and the the truth in the in what menstruation is and use the correct language um and and normalize the conversation as well so yeah i think that the fact that also media couldn't even talk about it in in mainstream all those sorts of things we're seeing great change but again we just need to have um you saw that with our whole uh um the new way to period campaign yes. and that sort of got banned by facebook mm-hmm. um there's still this belief that it's gross and it's not normal um but we just have to you know continually you know 
people like yourself and us, we have to continually champion that this, what is normal in menstruation, uh, we need more education in schools, more consistent education funded by government in schools um, around menstruation and, as we know, this whole piece around sexual education and consent as well. So that's what needs to happen. 100% agree. And we at Quendo were, you know, baffled when the whole campaign got banned from Moddy Body because we're allowed to show blood in football games and we're allowed to show blood in movies and blood that can come out of anywhere else in our body that doesn't result from violence or contact or anything, yet a completely natural process like your period gets banned because we use the right colour instead of blue. Yeah, and and we need to talk about it with um, the the people who don't menstruate or will not menstruate as well. I mean, I take my son for example, who um, has gone into year five this year, and, and obviously he knows about the business. We talk very openly about it in our household. And a couple of years ago, I, I think it was the start of last year, I said to him, you know, some of the um, people in in your year, mostly girls, will be getting their period, and that means they'll be le- bleeding from their vagina. And he looked at me and went oh my, really? Wow, that must be so hard for them. So, you know, even him having that understanding that women have to go through that, I think that's important. We need to educate boys as well, people who don't menstruate. Yeah, definitely. And bringing that empathy into the conversation, like what a lovely response from him, just that care that he showed for other people who do have to go through that. Yeah, I think it was sort of like, oh my gosh, you know, and and I think if you get that in young, then because I think there's an expectation around older men that, oh, women, it's just easy. You can deal with it. There's, you know, what do you mean? You've had it all your life. It's it's really trivialised because we haven't been open. We haven't shared our stories that sometimes it can be quite crippling and painful. Um, but it is, you know, um, normal to bleed as well. So, yeah, just being honest. A hundred percent. Now, in 2011, you had the idea for Modi Body and it was such a gap in the market that no one was touching. Why do you think no one was looking into period underwear? <laughs> oh, that's the, um, the, you know, uh, the ultimate question, isn't it? <laughs> uh, um, what, I, what I do know is when uh, after, shortly after having the idea and speaking to family and friends that, people did say, oh, my gosh, why hasn't anyone thought about that, Um, which is what gave me the confidence to go forward and, um, you know, do all the research and launch it into the market because I knew then that this had to happen. Um, I think partly it could have been because in some senses um, the fibre tech uh, wasn't quite there and when I started to look into this space, I I started to realise there'd been quite a number of advances in probably the five to ten years even before that. So I think previous to that would have been a lot harder to get the the fibres to do what they can do for us now as well. Mm. You have a wealth of experience in PR and you touched on it briefly when you were talking about people in PR before around breakfast. Um, (laughs) So you've worked with some of those biggest brands in business, so McDonald's, Sanofi and Elderman, how did you make the jump from PR guru into a fast tech entrepreneur? Yeah, well, it was this idea that that made me make the jump. Um, you know, it was after the birth of my second child and my periods had not long return. Um, and, you know, with those two things, I was also training for a marathon. And 
I think, you know, it was on one of those runs that I came to the realisation I'm leaking everywhere and disposable hygiene is just not the right solution. It's not sustainable, um, you know, it's not comfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not very convenient as well. So when your periods arrive or you have a bladder leak. So I, I myself wanted something more stylish and something that offered um, better protection for my periods and for incontinence. Um, that, that I was experiencing and something that was better for the, the planet as well. So that's why I made the jump. It really came from this own place of need. And as I mentioned, when I started speaking to those family and friends, it, it was enough for me to, you know, set me off into 18 months of product development and off I went. Very purpose-driven, very purpose-driven and problem-driven, solution-driven. Solution-driven, yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, Modibody launched in 2013 to market. I would love to talk you th- talk through that process from idea to that 18-month process of product development to the actual launch day? Yeah. Um, Geez, it's been a journey. That's one (laughs) I'd like to say. And it's a journey for me of solving just one problem after the other. Um, I mean, it started with that first 18 months and, you know, I I spoke to hundreds of companies and um, people within the fibre space and that, that was textile engineers or, you know, knit woven companies, manufacturers, suppliers, um, uh, people who've developed um, other fibre products like Gore-Tex. So um, universities, I went really, really broad um, and from there I then started to do some more research and um, yeah, put the fibres together. I did my own testing. So uh, my husband has a science background, so that was great. And I set about, you know, coming up with a whole set of criteria as to how I was going to test and um, hold myself accountable to producing this really functional um, product that could be absorbent, quick drying, um, antimicrobial, and that it kills odour and bacteria. Um, and as well as leak proof. And when I got down to, you know, doing all this pipetting and testing fibres and the combinations of them, I then went to actually sewing prototypes into my own underwear. Um, and yeah. that once I sort of had that down pat and testing it myself and then actually getting, you know, blood and urine, so this is, you know, <laughs> I had to go through that process, I had to see it worked. Um, then I actually got some made up. And then um, by a seamstress. So I came up with some designs, got them made up by a seamstress, and I sent them off to friends and family, about 30 friends and family, to trial as well for incontinence and for periods. So I had to get that feedback. Um, And then, yeah, the process was about um, getting that, my fibre technology that I'd now patented, um, finding sort of the people who can make, supply the actual raw fabric. I brought it back to Australia. I had a manufacturer here who made 500 pieces. I set up a website and off I went. And, um, you know, I used my background in PR to launch the product into the market. And it's just been, you know, I just haven't looked back. And, um, you know, I, after I launched, I had my third child. And then a few years later, I had my fourth child. So, I just want to say to the listeners, you know, I've had a lot of um, nights where I've had to wake up and work two to three hours per night. Um, I have been obsessed by this brand and giving, you know, our customers a better product. And, um, yeah, it's been an absolutely wonderful experience, but I've definitely sacrificed myself um, for my family and for the business. And and that's that's what it's what's been required. So, yeah, yeah, I hope that answered the question. <laughs> oh, it definitely does. No, thank you. And thank you for sharing um, that last part. It's 
good to have that honesty and openness because people often wonder, oh, my God, how do they do it? And it's true. There is a lot of sacrifice and, you know, prioritising involved. Yeah. And and I and I made that choice and I always want, you know, the listeners to know to us, I, I consciously knew I was making that choice to put me to the side. And I know there's always as well, you know, you've got to look after yourself. But I I really wanted this this product to be in the market. It just felt like it had to be. And the more I got it out there, the more customers and people kept writing and saying, oh, this was wonderful for my daughter who's, you know, got um, autism or um, Down syndrome or for, you know, endometriosis sufferers, all these things that I started to learn what this product, why it was so important that I work hard to get this product into the market. And, um, yeah, it felt it felt worth it. Oh, it's definitely worth it. Um, I think you have done such an incredible job at helping so many people who period. So congratulations and congratulations to the brand as well. Thank you. Yeah, we've got a great team um, of people around me now who, you know, continue that, that, um, that push for change. So it's great. I would love to know how the brand has evolved since launch. Mm. It has evolved a lot from, um, you know, a line of leak-proof underwear for, um, for mainly for women and, um, uh, and I suppose those over sort of 20 who menstruate um, to extending that range into a teen range and then we extended um, our range not into um, obviously those who menstruate to men's range who've got incontinence and then we've got our swimwear and our activewear um, as well and we've grown you know from being an Australian brand to now being a 40% global business um, and it'll probably be 60% by the end of this year so we've really got global expansion and I think what also has happened along the way is that you know part of what I set up was about limitless positive impact and um, you know partnering with groups at the very beginning to get our product into the hands of those in need and that has expanded significantly as the business has become more profitable our social impact you know the sustainability part is is obviously just core to us but our our involvement in trying to put an end to period poverty through donating product has expanded and grown um, as well. Yeah, and I'd love to touch on the Give a Pair program in Modi Body um, and just sort of around the impact that that's been able to create. Yeah, uh, it has been phenomenal. And we we often just get people come to us and say, hey, I'm going overseas and I'm going to be helping out, well, not, not at the moment, the last year, but <laughs> that, you know, helping out in this community. Can I please have a product and we donate? Or, you know, after the bushfires um, here in Australia, we donated a lot of product as well. Um, so up until the end of last year, we donated 30,000 pairs. But this year, we've actually made a commitment to donate 100,000 pairs to 20,000 people in need um, and it's we've now um, sort of we've got a whole uh, focus and business unit focused on building these partnerships um, with big organizations like the UN and and others plan international um, to to really ensure that reusables uh, are part of that offering because they are so much more sustainable and they offer a longer term you know option rather than disposables and then we're also out there, you know, fighting um, uh, the inclusion in the education level uh, of free feminine hygiene at schools, making sure reusables are part of that, and also um, making sure that, you know, people have access to 
some form of protection um, so we can put an end to period poverty. So we're out there driving conversations with government and stakeholders um, to champion that and bring people together. Which I just love and how much Modi Body does for the community and what a social enterprise it is. It's just amazing how much impact you're able to create. Thank you. Yeah, it really is. Um, I, I just think it's part of our DNA. Uh, you know, it, we are just always pushing for positive and limitless positive change um, because that's where we started. And I think there's not, you know, whether it's on the education side or even how we represent people in our marketing, as you know, we use very diverse models there and very inclusive in our language. So, yeah, we're always pushing to do better and improve and change. And I think um, that is what sets us apart to competitors in the market, um, you know, who've jumped, I think, on more on a trend um, because they see that this is what the consumer wants. They want brands like ours who've got it part of their DNA. I mean, great that they're pushing reusables, but, you know, what worries me is that, you know, we've put the science and the patents um, behind our innovation. We put the sustainability behind our, behind our brand. We, we live true to those values. Um, and the true social impact. And, and it sort of worries me sometimes that others, you know, are just jumping on a trend. I, I think it's more greenwashing than being core to who they are. Definitely. And I love that you included that those things are pretty much Modi Body's brand DNA and core to the brand because we have seen the rise of period underwear brands pop up here, there and everywhere. But, you know, it's hard to know what the science is behind those what have they developed how did they develop it is it actually legit or is it making those false promises and greenwashing yeah and and i think that is uh, it is a problem with the the category at the moment um and it's why we're going to continue to push for change and be really transparent um, and you'll see a lot more of that coming out from us, I think, this year. We're also announcing the you know, Ocheotech safety on all of our products um, in, in the next month so that all consumers know that they've gone through the proper testing so they're safe and there's no chemicals and um, that, you know, they shouldn't be exposed to, uh, and which some of these other cheaper ones you, you just won't know. Um, so I think there's, yeah, more regulations probably going to be required. Definitely. I think that's what the next step needs to be like become a more regulated industry so there's set testing required before brands can even enter the market yes agreed (laughs) and also because we want people to use the product you know we don't want them to have a bad experience they are the category doesn't work for me Um, and the only way we're going to get there is by having some standardizations which you know we will set and be at least transparent with our customers um, this year so they know that you know it's it's patented scientifically lab certified Ocheotech certified um, and that you know that sustainable supply chain is, is what we we're going to be doing more of as well. Modibody has been so incredibly successful and from launch you've been nominated for over 13 awards and I know you just briefly touched on what you think sets it apart from others around that brand DNA with sustainability and the patents and the science. But what else about the brand do you think makes it different to other period underwear brands? Yeah, I mean, I think we're one of the most authentic brands um, and purpose-driven brands. So um, I think that's something that really sets us apart. And then, yeah, I, I mean, definitely the innovation and and. The, our products do what they say they're going to do. 
Um, and then, as I said, I think we take it a little bit further. We take impact beyond sustainability to mean impact around empowering people's lives and putting an end to period poverty. So, um, you know, we've aligned our impact goals with the UN Sustainable Development Goals, which a lot of these other companies haven't done. So, again, I go back to, you know, we we really do stand behind, um, you know, what we, what we are is definitely an authentic driven brain. Um, we're very open uh, and I, I don't think it's a greenwashing brand. It's a purpose-living brand and it, and it comes from the top and it's throughout the organisation as well. And, you know, we're, I think what's interesting is that, you know, we're not, we, don't, we haven't come out of a fast fashion brand, which, which I think is important. So when you think about sustainability and impact and all these things we stand for, and I won't allow, um, it's that fine balance between growing your financial profits but not selling a product that doesn't align to your vision and to what you stand for. Um, because it'd be easy to add on all these little accessories that can't make more money from it. But if they're not actually replacing a more sustainable or more functional product, we wouldn't we wouldn't put it into our category into our um, portfolio. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true. And it just comes back to being authentic and being a leader in this space because Modi Body is that leader and probably one of the biggest brands that people looked up to in the period space. So I think, you know, putting your money where your mouth is and purchasing from you guys is how you show that support and then it leads to being able to create more products and more innovations and not trying to get that financial line across and yeah yeah yeah, because it is it is interesting and not to go into too much here because you know I'm I'm a big supporter of of reusables um I want to make sure that comes across because there are other reusables on the market you know menstrual cups and I I understand that people would prefer to use those and so that's great as well there it's about reusables but it's about great functioning reusables um, and you know we have to grow that category as the market leader so um, you know we'll continue to do that as well that's important. Mm-hmm. I would love to know what one of the biggest challenges has been for you or the brand. Oh that's a really good question um, definitely I think one of the biggest challenges is that when I launched the business, not only was I launching a new product, but I had to create a whole new category. So um, that is very challenging to balance. Um, the, the It is expensive to do that. It's expensive to be the category leader and to, you know, you've got to keep growing category, not just brand. Um, you'd love to put all your money just behind the brand, but we just can't do that. So, um, yeah, that has been more challenging than I, I imagined at the start. But... Um, you know, where we are today compared to where we were when we launched in 2013, I'm just so proud of how the consumers and, um, you know, people have got behind what we stand for um, and have helped us make that change on so many levels, so many levels. It's wonderful. Definitely. And I'm sure you have so many things to be proud of. I would love to know what one or just a couple of highlights are of this journey so far? Yeah, some highlights. I mean, it's, as I said before, for me, it's hearing those customer stories and there's so many of them um, from such diverse people. That's just 
that's such a highlight. It what it's what keep our team going. We share them internally all the time. Um, so that's been a huge highlight. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. Um, I think that's what keeps you going. And then this next part of what the Modi Body Vision is around that limitless positive impact. So how can we make products that are more sustainable? And then how can we as a business grow and grow uh, in a way that we can help put an end to period poverty? So that part is the exciting part of our future. Um, And, uh, yeah, and then um, I think the other one is, the innovation, it's just such a wonderful thing. There are so many things we're going to launch this year that I'm really excited about. So, um, yeah, that's a real highlight. Um, and then I think I also work with a great team of, of people who are very purpose-driven um, staff members. Um, and I think we've got a really good culture at Modi Body, but that's me speaking probably out of line. <laughs> Talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'd say the same. <laughs> Now, you just touched on a few little things there, but I'd love to know what's coming up next for Modi Body. Yes, so I can't speak too much about the launches, <laughs> but we are launching lots of new and innovative, you know, we call them health apparel products, um, you know, that offer both more function and are more sustainable. Um, but we're going to continue to grow globally, you know, increase our social impact, as I mentioned, um, and do our part to end period poverty. Um, but, yeah, I think just a core part of what we do is push for change, to give silence voices a voice, to normalise conversations as well around, you know, periods and other bodily, bodily leaks because we all have them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, give um, voices to silence health issues like endometriosis and, and PCS and the many others that, um, that we face as women. Definitely. I cannot wait to see all of these exciting launches come to life. I'm very, very keen. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a watch this space. I can't see. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but they're coming. They're, you know, they're, they're in production. That's the good Hold one. tight, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And the Active Wear just launched this month. Oh, um, it did. I saw yeah, that and yeah. I was so excited. I can't wait to grab a pair of tights. Yeah. I mean, because we know that it's um, so many people stop you know being active when they're on their period and hopefully this will will allow them um to get back out there and you know they're also just great they're sweat proof leak proof period proof pee proof everything (laughs) (laughs) and i've tested them numerous times so (laughs) that's what you want (laughs) (laughs) there's 10 tests i would love to know what you would like to see change in the gynecological health space as well yeah well that's really interesting because um it was we are having conversations um now with 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 uh, i suppose the leaders and the experts and, and gynecological experts in the groups um because i think their understanding of period underwear is still uh, a little bit oh they don't they don't have a really good understanding of it because some comments have come out saying they're not safe and all these sorts of things so we want to sort of dispel those myths that they're that they're sort of out there espousing um with them so that's important for us as a brand but um yeah i mean i think a lot more education needs to happen around what is a normal period um you know what is normal amount of flow uh because often when we talk about absorbency and how much to hold people don't understand their own flow and their own bodies and what what that is um so yeah i think that the whole conversation around what is normal in a period um and then what 
what sits outside that so that you should go and seek more help, um, especially if you've got heavier periods, endo. I mean, I even had a friend, this is quite embarrassing, just the other day who was diagnosed with endometriosis, let, let alone me saying to her for about a year, I think it could be endo, <laughs> um, metriosis. And she's like, no, no, no. So it just shows you we need to do more um, around education. And I know what you guys do is good. And I've actually just given her um, the book. I've given her to read the book. Yes. I've just said this book and then I will read it after you, but you're reading it first. <laughs> <laughs> you just got diagnosed. It's for you first. It's for her first, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we need to just keep pushing. And the more we can do to support that, you know, as a brand, um, I think that sets us apart from some of the other brands out there who, you know, in traditional cate- disposable categories, they're not really, you know, they're selling a product. They're not pushing for change. Exactly. It's all about community over competition working collaboratively and yeah. pushing for that change and that education because education is key um yeah it's so important at, at all levels um you know i think it within your own organization but also at school level so much more needs to happen in the school it's just so disparate the more we find out i'm just you know i'm just shocked at it's not there's not enough government funding and there's not enough mandating of um what you know what's happening at all levels at school Definitely. Christy, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Oh, not really. I think I've covered everything. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, the only thing I'd say is, you know, any feedback on the product, we are always open and welcome um, for suggestions and improvements and, you know, your experience. So, yeah, as a, you know, we, we do listen. We do listen and we do want to improve. So. Perfect. And we'll pop Moddy Body's links and all the good stuff so you guys can shop the range in our show notes as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been wonderful. Thank you. I have absolutely loved chatting with you today, Christy. It has been a delight. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Period with Christy Chong, founder and CEO of Moddy Body. If you loved our chat with Christy and you want more from Modi Body, you can find them on Instagram at Modi Body, so M-O-D-I-B-O-D-I, and you can shop their incredible range of leak-proof period underwear at www.modibody.com. If you want to keep updated with what we're up to, you can follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Period AU. Let's Talk Period is an independent podcast produced by Quendo. So if you did enjoy this episode and want to support the show, it would be amazing if you could follow along if you're listening on Spotify. So tapping that green button or tapping the purple button to subscribe if you're listening on Apple. Also, if you're listening on Apple and feeling generous, if you could pop a five star rating and review, that would be great as well. Another way to help out the show is that you could share this episode with a friend or a family member or anybody who you think might enjoy the show or show how you're listening on Instagram. I absolutely love seeing how you guys listen. This really helps us to find new listeners and grow our beautiful podcast community. 
Let's Talk Period is a production of Quendo, a non-for-profit organisation providing support, education and awareness to anyone affected by endometriosis, adenomyosis, PCOS or infertility. Let's Talk Period is produced for educational purposes and the information, recommendations and topics talked about does not constitute medical advice or take into consideration your personal circumstances or medical history. 